0: next 90 nation i have a confession to make my name is nick and i am a fucking procrastinator i procrastinate on everything if it was possible to procrastinate procrastination i would procrastinate it like and i started thinking about this why do i do this and why do i why do i talk about it and I wear it, you know, I literally wear it like a label and then it manifests itself in my life. And here I am, I coach men and you know, I help them get clear about where they are, what's standing in the way and you know, oftentimes the uh, the doctor needs a little bit of his own medicine or the coach needs to actually run one of his own plays as they say. Uh, so, I was I got this new iPhone, right? And uh, I didn't really want to get the, the, the 10 because I just heard like mixed reviews and I, I happen to like the button. I like touching the button, I like pressing the button, I like double clicking the button. The button works for me, okay? The 10 doesn't have it. So I got the eight plus and I'm like stoked on this phone. Now, if any of you are close to me and happen to be in my life, you know that like, I destroy cell phones, I completely destroy them. One time I had to have the screen fix guy come out four times in one week. He literally came out twice in one day, fixed the phone, dropped it. And then I had him come and fix it again. And so like, I've been getting better about putting a case on. And, uh, so I get this phone and, uh, I go up, I fly up to, to my ranch and, uh, I'm, I'm meeting, uh, this guy, Billy, great man, uh, helping us out with some of the back of the, back of the house operations when we run events up at the ranch. And so I'm like, I gotta, I meet him, I've him for the first time and I'm like, Hey, I gotta go to the restroom. And, um, he goes, okay, I'll go get the rental car. I go in to the, um, restroom at the Spokane airport and I'm putting my phone like back in my pocket as I'm getting ready to urinate. And as I'm putting it back in my pocket and I'm getting ready to do my thing, the, the phone starts to fall and hit the almost hit the ground. Well, I've got a dilemma here. You can imagine I'm standing at the urinal, phone falling, other things are happening, and I'm like, shit. So I kind of do like the Jackie Chan like ninja grab and I flip my phone up to you know, to ultimately catch it again and I almost catch it and it lands right on top of like where you flushed the urinal. And it landed in like the perfect spot and it cracked just right by my button like just a little bit just cracked uh the button and i'm like oh man and then the button wouldn't work and i'm like what the heck like now my button doesn't work so how am i going to get my phone working and my phone has become like an extension of me and if we're all honest like it's all extension of all of us so i um i drive to quarter lane idaho Uh, I won't give you the exact location of our ranch, but it's in Northern Idaho. And I go to Quarter Lane, Idaho, because that's the only place that actually has a cell phone um, screen repair place. You know, we're talking small towns over here. And so I go there and the guy like says, yes, I'll fix it. Like, it'll be an hour. I said, perfect. We'll go have lunch. I know this great place on the water. And so Billy and I, off we go to lunch and I'm sitting there and the guy uh, calls Billy's phone and, and says, I made a mistake. You know, like I, I don't have the, the button. I can fix the screen, but I won't be able to fix the button. But I can put a little home navigation button on your screen. Like if you're on the iPhone, you can go into the settings and there's like this little home button that you can do and you can put it on your screen. So I say, hey, just fix the phone. I need a phone. We need to get up. We need, we got this event that's going on. So he does that. And I thought, you know what? Like, no problem. I'll just have this home, home button thing. And I will go to Apple when I get home. So I went to Apple and uh when I got home and a few days later, or something like that, and the guy goes, Okay, guy, I gotta order the the part, it'll be here like tomorrow. Come back. This was literally I I want to say in August. Like we're in we're in October. This is in August. And I've been putting off and putting off and putting off and putting off and putting off going to get this damn button fixed. So meanwhile, I've had to like hit the, like the it was, I couldn't even get the screen to like turn on because it didn't have like a home button. So I'd have to like tap it, hit the size. I've been doing this. I've literally been, been making my life harder for three, four months. I, I don't even, I don't even want to look cause it disgusts me that it's taken me this long. Finally, my phone got to the point where you couldn't even touch the screen because what started out as a little crack, a little button that didn't work, turned into the whole thing, like, shutting down. And it completely hijacked my entire day yesterday. In fact, like, my wife, who is so sweet, offered to come to my office with my three-year-old son or almost three-year-old son and take my phone back to the Apple store at the mall by our house. And then like it was just a fucking disaster. It was this disaster because they had to put her on the wait list. He was hungry. Then he she took him to eat and they canceled the, the appointment because she didn't reply back. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there. People are trying to get a hold of me. I know it. I don't have a phone. Uh, you know, my lifeline is is shutting down. I've got to open up my laptop and work through. Uh, I iMessage but my Apple ID is an old email I had and I'm like oh my god like if I would have just gone and taken care of this months ago it would have cost me 30 minutes of my time and now like I've literally the last three or four months I've been just sitting here like making my life harder so I avoided something that was sort of semi easy to do. It was a little bit of inconvenience. And yet <laughs> I paid the price for weeks, months. And it came to the point where the phone literally, literally had to melt down, literally had to melt down and stop. And so the irony of all of this is that I'm headed into another blackout. I'm headed into blackout. 02. And um, there's four men, Mr. A, Mr. B, Mr. C, and Mr. D that I've been coaching for the last 90 days. And if you ever do make it to one of our blackout experience, there's a little bit of a lead up. There's a little bit of a lead up and there's these video assignments. So the crazy part is I had already planned an assignment called labels. And it's about like what labels do you carry that don't serve you? That don't serve you. We all talk about it. Oh, we say, oh, you know, I'm just not tech savvy or, oh, I'm incompetent or, oh, I'm an idiot. And it's just like this, this internal, sometimes external um, talk track in our head about who we are. Some were given us to by parents. Some were given to us by coaches. Some were given to us by siblings and they just labeled us. They said, you are this and you are that. And then we start regurgitating it, right? We start regurgitating it and we start thinking that way. Well, guess what happens? We manifest it in our own life because I say I'm a procrastinator. It gives me the permission to procrastinate because that's who I am, right? I'm a procrastinator. I'm not, you know, someone that's detail oriented. I am this and I am that. And like we wear these labels like scarlet letters or rather like anchors around our neck, walking and dragging them around all day long. And then they're picking up like they're, as they're dragging along, they're picking up all the shit that we said we were. Why don't we ever talk good about ourselves? Why don't we ever wear positive labels? Because it's it's egotistical or, you know, it's misogynistic. Like, why, why don't we? Like, we're so quick to, like, talk bad about ourselves. We're so quick to say these negative things about us. Like, sometimes if someone were to say the same things that we say to ourselves, we would punch them in the face. And so I have to do this assignment, and I'm literally talking to the men and I'm like, I had this lesson planned, but I did not know it was going to be a lesson for me. And I go through this whole diatribe and I'm like, this is incredible. Like I'm asking you guys to go through and identify the labels that don't serve you yet. I'm continuing to wear this one. I'm continuing to wear this one. A problem literally started as a little crack, a little tiny crack on the corner of my button that didn't work. And completely melted down my entire phone. Like the little bit of pressure on that crack cracked the whole screen. The whole screen eventually led to where it shut down. And that's what these labels are. They're a little tiny crack that we put into the the self-view that we have. And that little tiny crack of life's pressure and life's pressure and life's pressure. And all of a sudden we just fucking melt. We melt down. Like we have these nervous breakdowns. We melt down on our families. We melt down inside of our businesses. We melt down all over the board and it starts as something so little. And if we were just to address it and say, you know what? I'm going to fucking not ignore this. I'm going to fix this right here, right now. That's what these 90 day challenges are, are about just like wearing labels that serve you like proving to yourself that you can do something for 90 days and loving yourself a little bit more at the end and not procrastinating, not wearing incompetence, not wearing unworthiness, like all that shit. So I'm going to give all of you the same assignment that I gave to the men, which was spend some time and write down all the labels that you wear. Like you should have 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred. And it, trust me, it'll be so easy for you to write down all these, I'm a procrastinator, I'm lazy, I am fat, I am stupid, I am not organized, I am not tech savvy, I am a, you know, whatever it is, write it all down. What are those labels? And then I want you to identify three, three that 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 you think are holding you back the most. And then I want you to take it to a new page and I want you to write down, I am this, I am that, I am that. I want you to cross out the last word and replace it with something empowering. And then go look in the mirror and read that shit to yourself. I am beautiful. I am empowered. I am a self-starter. I am detail oriented, whatever it is. Stop wearing these labels. I'm like refusing to wear the procrastination label. In fact, today I was putting some shit off and I'm like, nope, I'm going to do that right now. Because the old me says to wait, the new me says, I don't want to have to complicate my wife's life, my children's life and everybody around me's life because I didn't take care of something when I should have, because I chose to wear this label and manifest it in my life. So that's the same thing I'm asking you to do. You may not see it. Like I got to see a, a, actual visual demonstration of what happens when I procrastinate. I make it harder on my wife. I make it harder on my child. I make it harder on my companies. I make it harder on me and I'm done and I'm not going to be perfect. And I'm probably going to procrastinate some shit, but I will be so much more self-aware now that I know that this is a label that does not serve me. So what is it? What are the labels that don't serve you? Write it down, circle them and then write down the new label that you're choosing to replace Declare that shit. Look in the mirror and declare it. Declare it to your wife. Declare it to your husband. Declare it to your company. Declare it. That's it, my friends. Don't wear the labels. But you can own the next 90. I'm out.